Yo. Hello. I am here. Hello. Yeah, I finally made it in. I'd use a different browser. <clears throat> oh, okay. <clears throat> finally. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I was using Chrome, and for some reason, Chrome wouldn't let it go through. So I had to switch to. Uh, Microsoft's so all right that's cool oh man it's good to hear your voice and I appreciate you uh responding to my invite yeah man anytime bro so we're gonna start in in just a second let me uh try to touch all right okay so he asked you to me okay all right you ready I am. All right, let's get it. Welcome to the King Cheddar Show. My name is King Cheddar, and today is a beautiful day outside. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Um, today we have a special guest of us. Uh, he's a great, great, great guy, great friend of mine. And, um, you know, we got connected on TikTok, and um, through our connection, you know, I've been following him, loving his content love his intelligence and love what he put out there and you know i got a good vibe with him a good spirit with him so today i just want him to be here with us to have a conversation with us and luckily he is officially our first guest on this broadcast and uh he's all the way from washington state mr marlon brown welcome thank you sir thank you for having me it's fun this will be good <laughs> this will be good. <laughs> so, um, how's, how's it going? How you doing? How's everything? Uh, good. We just got our first dump of snow here. Um, we got about four inches. Uh, oh, wow. We get another six next week. So, we'll see. How oh, that wow. Yeah. Should that's, be fun. that's 
that's one of the reasons why I moved to the South. I used to live, <laughs> I used to live up to the East Coast, um, Boston area. And you know how you record a, a, a video or took a picture on your phone and then Google or whatever uh, means you, you know, you save your pictures from and then they send you uh, a notification like two yeah. years ago, one year ago. So I was checking my phone and I received um, this video that I recorded two years, I think two years ago, last year, last, last winter, and it was a blizzard in Boston. <laughs> and then this time around, I'm in North Carolina and it's nice outside. <laughs> so it's a, it's, a, it's a big difference. I'm like, thank God I moved to the South because, you know, I was so tired with the snow. But, I want yeah. to move. I want to move to Florida, but I got some obligations here that I still have to fulfill before I do that. So, it's in Sounds the works. Good. Though, definitely want to get out of get out of the winter scene. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I was the same way too. I had to put all my stuff, you know, in place. I have to take care of everything. I have to take care of in Boston, and then boom, we make the trip. Me and my wife and my family. Nice man. Nice. So it's a it's a good it's a good look. So um, yeah. So. We want to talk about, you know, everything and uh, whatever it is that you feel comfortable talking about. We can have a conversation about it. If you don't feel comfortable, let me know. And there is no such will... thing. There is no such thing. Everything is is needed to be talked about. There's nothing off limits for me, man. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got on TikTok and how you became a conservative? Um, well, I think... I've... No, I can't say I've always been a conservative, but I, I, I grew up in the Caribbean um, and everything down there is um, there is no racist and racial taint to anything. But you know that pro-black is the way you're supposed to think. Um, and you, you have movements like the Rastafarian movement, and that's completely all pro-black. You know, it, it's even more pro-black than than BLM. Let's just put it that way. So you have that influence around you. And I grew up um, not really making a di differentiation between who I am and what my skin color was. Um, yeah. But it wasn't until I started doing a lot of reading, because um, I really like to read. And I don't know so much right now. I mean, I read, but that's not as I'm not as uh, addicted to it as I used to be. I still, I still consume information, but just not heavily reading but the more i read um the more i started to see that my worldview was very limited and i didn't i was not seeing the world as i should and uh then i went to college in arkansas when i was um, 19 it was a late start for me but i finished high school at 16 so i had a three-year period where i was working um and then the world just kind of blew open you know mm -hmm. and for, for the first time, I experienced um, true racism in the South. Um, but it wasn't with white people. And that was the crazy part. I mean, when I got there, I was ostracized from the college groups because I was not a, a Black American <laughs> by the Black people there. And they constantly yeah. reminded me that I was not one of them. And so me thinking, oh, you know, if anybody I should identify and kind of get close to to get familiar would be the people that look like me, because that's how I grew up. That was not the case. Yeah. Um, 
and so it that was like that was like a culture shock to you right it was like, it was it spiraled mm -hmm. me it, it literally spiraled me like i got there kind of happy excited about things i'd never been out of the caribbean before and that was a not just a culture shock but it was like an a, a personal hit on on mm -hmm. me and um it, it spiraled me pretty badly um depression and stuff set in and um but i made it out of college and i still had this feeling of obligation to the my identity as a, a black person mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't until i started working in the workforce and encountering various people that that slowly slipped out of my mind and people were just people at that point mm -hmm. um and my worldview really changed when i started to read more philosophical pieces and understanding the human mind and realizing that what i was living was not really life it was just a, a front um, and in order to really escape that bubble i had to start thinking more universally about the culture that I think is mine was placed on me. Um, and I don't necessarily have to have a culture based on the world's version of culture. I have to be me. And that might go mm -hmm. against everybody or it might join some cultures in some cases, but it's not going to be individualized to one particular cause. I'm not a part of the black community. I'm not part of the white community. I'm not part of the conservative movement. I am in thought process is more linked to conservatism but mm -hmm. i look at things very black and white in most cases if it's wrong it's wrong if it's right it's, it's right. right you know yeah. and and a lot of people think well i agree with you on that but i don't i said well that's good that means you're just you're thinking for yourself i don't want you 100 mm -hmm. percent agreeing with everything i say that's that's, that's how you get into problems you know yeah um, and that's what i really appreciate about your your podcast too and your and your, your tiktoks is that you look at things very um, objectively. Objectively, objectively yeah. you know? um, Because the more we start to put ourselves on a situation, the less we see of it. We start yeah. putting our own twists, our own, and that's how you get into problems with people. And I'm trying to avoid that at all costs. So, Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, it's like your story is, and my story is kind of the same because both of us came from another country. And, you know, in Africa, all, all I knew was black people. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, and when I when I got here, similar to you, it, it was a culture shock to me because I expected people that look like me to bond with me. I should be able to be comfortable around them, <laughs> but it wasn't the case. <laughs> yeah, 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 it wasn't the case. You know. So, what what, what you think? What you think it is that uh, African Americans here don't like to most time. Uh, connect with other black people from other places but then complain if you you know like not following certain narrative and then they say you're not black enough or you know you, you'll sell out and all these crazy names they call us waiting it is well i i can't see how i can be a sellout to something i never owned exactly if if i was never part of your community like you tell me then i'm not a sellout i'm just on the outside exactly so I that's can't, that. i can't i can't i can't own you if i don't own your culture and you say i'm not part of it perfect then we've established that hey you don't know what you're talking about then in the same breath you can't come back and tell me 
You a seller? Sell no, no. Actually, what I'm at, what I am, is somebody that's never been in your store, never purchased your equipment, and I can't touch your equipment, like you said. So I, I can't possibly have anything to do with the failure or success of your store. I, I yeah. can't. I, so, I'm gonna go to a different store, <laughs> and I'm gonna purchase from there, and they're gonna accept me. You don't have to. It's not. A, it's not a, it's not a requirement. Is that is that amended? Because it's it's confusing sometimes to me when I look at things in 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 a objectively way. Because it's like okay, one you establish, you know, as you said, like I'm not black. Okay, that's cool. But then you want me to join your cause and fight with you know with your cause after you re you have rejected me from the from the from the beginning, and I don't understand that. Am I black today or not black tomorrow? <laughs> like. What is what is the what is going on? Like, like seriously, because it's like, and 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 the sad thing is, the sad thing is that I really see it's not only people that come from other countries. It's not only uh, black people that come from other countries. It's like within the own community, mm -hmm. there's so much division within the in the African American community. And when when I, I, I because I deal with a lot of African Americans like crazy, you know, and um, I deal with African-Americans more than I deal with Africans, okay? And the reason why, because I, I, when I came to in America, right, let me just put that there. When I came to America, I had the mindset that, okay, America is like a, the, the, the melting pot. So I should be able to connect with people, Somebody, right? Yeah. You know, I want to learn all the, all the cultures. I want to learn all the, you know, all the people, religion or whatever it is you know i've learned the jewish religion i've learned buddhist although i don't I, I know like i don't accept it as my religion but i try to open up my mind to be able to connect with people see where they're coming from why they believe what they believe why you know how they live how they live you know other stuff but then when i come to people that look like me it's like i'm confused like you know i could walk into a white community, and I will have no problem. I can walk into a Jew, like you know, like uh, Muslim community. I will have no problem because I have tried that. Mm -hmm. But when I, you know, like when I connect or be around African Americans, and I, I just looking from the outside inside, and it's so much divisions. Like you're not, you're not dark skin enough. You're not light skin enough, or you mix, or it's it's just so much confusion. And I'm I'm sitting there like what actually is going on. You know what I mean? Why is there so much division within this community? But then not focusing on how to fix the the, the conditions in this community. But wanted to talk about a group of people that basically at this point not really care about what is going on in your community. Mm -hmm. You know? But so, the question is, do you think they actually want it fixed? I don't think that they want it fixed. They're looking for, hmm. well, if you look at it, right, think mm -hmm. about this. If you have a problem, so let's say it's, it's uh, uh, let's, let's go with um, an infestation in your house, okay? Mm -hmm. You're, you are aware of the infestation. You don't want the infestation. And then when mm -hmm. people come and tell you, well, if you don't want this infestation, you're going to have to tear down some walls and rebuild a certain section and then bomb the house and you'll have to be gone from this for about a week. And then you look at the person and you say, well, I, look, I want the problem fixed, but that, that sounds like it's way too much work for the kind of results I'm going to get. And then the person looks at you, well, you, you said you wanted the problem fixed. 
and I'm offering you a legitimate solution to it. And now you're telling me that you don't think that that's going to work. I'm saying, but you've not tried it. You've mm -hmm. not experienced what it could be without the problem. But yet still, you'll come back to me two days later and complain about the problem. Mm. It tells me you don't really want this problem fixed. Mm -hmm. You like the problem. You like complaining about the problem and you want the attention that comes with the problem. Mm. But when it comes to realizing that if I fix this problem, I cannot complain. I can't go back and say, oh, I have the problem anymore. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, is their issue. They think, and this is the other part too, is that they believe that the, and there's a big problem within the black community, but that's not the one that they consider the infestation. They see mm. a, a, a nail hole in the wall and they consider that the infestation. Meanwhile, the entire house around them is falling down and they don't want to address it. They want you, you to go. focus on that nail hole and then you tell, okay, well, we can fix the nail hole, but that's not your biggest problem right now. Your biggest problem is mm. infestation. You won't even have a wall to put a nail hole in. So, I mean, we, we, you got to decide. And mm -hmm. that is the biggest problem that I can see is they don't want to address the problem. They want to address a problem. Not saying that mm -hmm. if you don't want a nail hole, it's not a problem. That's a problem. But is it as big a problem as losing your house? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know so, that they they know what they're doing. So do you think that they are, they are aware of the problem in the black community? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. They mm -hmm. are. But what is it? What does fixing a problem require? Not personal responsibility. Mm. And if you don't want to have personal responsibility, you're not going to fix the problem. They, so, they, so, you can see it. They, you can't tell me they don't know that single motherhood is a problem, especially when you hear them complaining about how women behave and how men are not in the homes and how we're incarcerated. If you know all that is factual, how well, are you not going to admit to the fact that then it's a problem? But you, you see, you see, I. I, I'm agreeing with you because I've noticed that, right? But the thing is, right, they say that single motherhood is a problem, men not in the home is a problem, but then they exalt single motherhood because the fact is, for for since the 60s or the early 70s, single mothers has been running the black community for since that time. Yeah. You know, it's it, the black community is run by, by women. So it's like all these people men and, and women have, have been raised by single motherhood so it's like that's they have gotten used to that i think they have gotten so comfortable in that position um to the point where uh you know they know it's a problem but they don't want to fix that problem and, and this this is this is the thing i always i always tell people and and my, my wife is african-american okay but she tells me once she cannot uh like all her friends, right? Her best friends, her best friends are people that of out that people are outside of the the black community. So I, I asked her one time. She's like, "Can't you see why I, I don't associate myself deeply within that community?" And I look, you know, I try to get a full picture of what she said, and I'm, I'm like, "Yeah, I see why." She said, "Because it's it's too much toxic behavior going on." And when you start talking about it, they will come at you so hard, mm. aggressively, like like you you like, it's like you made up something that is not there, or you're accusing them of something that they are not doing. If you try to talk about the issues, that is there. 
And 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 people like me, when I talk about these issues, I, I talk about it from a from a from a, from a point where I I like you guys. I like y'all because I feel I believe that we are supposed to be people of the same bond, uh, same background, or same whatever. Then I I see this problem. Can we fix this problem? But whenever you talk about that, they come at you sideways, you know, and it's it's frustrating sometimes seeing that, especially for me, because I, I you know I do prison talk. So I go to prisons and talk uh, talk to prisoners. I've talked to single mothers. Um, I've taken out uh, <clears throat> I've taken uh, single mothers off. I've helped taking single mothers off welfare system and pushing them into getting jobs by through my counseling. So I, I, I do work in a community, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm just one person trying to fix it. And but it's like they don't like to hear there's a problem. Mm-hmm. They just they just they just want to do it in a problem and blame this is why I get I get frustrated. You're blaming people that have nothing to do with your problem. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like you're blending people. It's like me, right? I, I dirty my house. My house is is, is nasty. And then I, I point the finger to my neighbor and be like, yo, I, why your house is so clean and my house is dirty? Like, it don't make no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> it really don't make no sense to me. Like, How come you don't send your maid over to help me clean my house? Exactly. You know, it's like, why your driveway is so nice, your, your lawn so nice, and my lawn is like, crappy you know like yeah what's up with that why can't you help me out you know it's it's, it's ridiculous and then ridiculous. and then they'll go so far as to give me your house and then you could take mine because i'm i'm old your house because your house is nice and not mine but but i guarantee you that they will they will turn that person's house into the house that they had before well you look at it you look and this is gonna be hard for here something to hear um it happens i want to see- yeah i want i'm mean, just yes, you know you you be free to talk about whatever you want to talk about on here i just want it's you know a platform to be a platform where we can speak our mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but then I'm just saying they're not going to like what I have to say next, but that's okay. It's um, cool. <laughs> here's the thing: you you watch what happens when they get something, and what they do with it. Mm. So if if for instance you have no police intervention in a protest, a Black Lives Matter protest. Mm-hmm. They realize that and they don't continue to stick to the proper way. They have to take it one step further and riot. Mm -hmm. Now, they'll come out the next day and say it was mostly peaceful and the ones that were rioting were not us. But they won't go so far as to say, we don't want you guys doing that. Mm. The reason they will not do that is because they know what attention that gets. Mm Mm-hmm. Now think about that. They know the attention it'll get. They don't care whether or not it's bad or good. They just like the attention. It's no different than leaving the hood the way it is because it's attention. Mm-hmm. And then now they've created it to be a culture, just like they're trying to make protests now normal to burn stuff down. Mm. I try telling people, look, I've come from the Caribbean where black people are. And mm-hmm. the bad side of them are the same everywhere, every country. And I don't care if black people don't like hearing this. Black people all over the world share one stupid trait. And when they're ignorant, they get ignorant all the way. 
And you probably know this mm. in Africa too, just like I do yep. in the Caribbean. And we see them and we don't want nothing to do. And I mean, nothing to do with that type. Mm. And every time I see them talk, I know the feeling I get from it. It's the exact same feeling I get from the ones back home. They don't have any intention of wanting change. They have no intention of giving you a solution. They just want to harp on the problem to let mm. you know that there is a problem. And so you get harping on the problem and then you ask them for a solution and they'll tell you the problem again. And they say, but no, 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 stop, stop. I'm trying to get the problem gone. What do I do? Mm. Well, the problem, I said, I don't want to hear that, but they mm. will keep going. And if you, you can tell me if I'm wrong, you watch even the ones that are so-called educated, they never offer a solution. Never. No. In fact, they implement more problems and they call that solution, like defund the police. That's a solution. Okay. So what do you do about the crime? You defund the police. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about the actual gang activity, the shootings? What's going to happen then if you defund the police? It's, it's going to escalate. Like, it doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, like the defunding police is is it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt everyday black person more than it will hurt the police department or whatever system that they claim they are fighting against because I, I I grew up in Philly. Okay, Philadelphia. I grew up in the hood hood. I grew up where every five seconds I see a cop. Every five seconds like like it came a time in Philly when I was there. Um they will they will call the cops, right? Claim that's or something, right? And it and, and these cops that like, probably will claim that some kind of thing, right? And the cops will show up, and these guys will ambush these cops, like they will open mm -hmm. fire from all directions on these cops. So when they call the cops, the cops take that come there, or oh. they, when they come in, they come as a there's as a whole gang of cops coming to show up to mm -hmm. whatever. Just a simple domestic uh, uh, situation. A whole gang of cops will come because they are afraid that when it comes, they'll be ambushed. If just one or two cops show up, they'll be ambushed just because they're cop. You know, so because because these people want to want to continue like the the, the criminals run the, the communities in the black community. Like they run the 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 the, the whole. Thing and the, the innocent people that are just trying to make a living, just trying to raise the kids, they are being caught up in this 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 bond, you know. This not a bond, but they caught up in this this chaotic situation. And if they try to get out, then they start calling out all kinds of names. Oh, you're set out, or mm -hmm. you, you're trying to live among the white people. What are you think good you enough? Be white. <laughs> you want to be white? You, you try to go to school, you get yeah. education. Oh my God! You, you know, the, the college for the white man. man. It's 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 it's, <laughs> it's interesting. Frustrating, isn't it? It's frustrating. It's frustrating it too. Like, it's like I I don't know how you solve that particular mind, and it is a mindset. It's not even um a a black or white thing because i've encountered as you can see there now there are these white people that think they can uh, they, they want to be just like black people now mm -hmm. and what they end up doing is trying to tell you the plight that you should have and if you don't have it you must not be black like the rest of these black people i've never understand that it's either. like okay so you're white yeah and you're saying white people are racist yeah 
Mm-hmm. But but you, if you're white and and you tell me all white people are racist, why racist. am I listening to, to you? That means that yeah, that means that you too is racist. Yeah. <laughs> you. And, and then they look at you and say, "Yeah, I am." I'm like, "So, why the hell would I be listening to you if you exactly don't even you're part of the problem?" You know, <laughs> it's like you 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 part of the problem. It's like it's like it's like it's a bunch of guys running around breaking into people's houses, right? And then one of them turn mm-hmm. around to look at me standing from a house like, oh, there's a bunch of people breaking into poor houses, but you standing with them. You have, you know, <laughs> like you out there breaking into my neighbor's house. Then you warning me about your group. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It's, it, it just don't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Like, when you say it oh, out loud, oh, like when you say it out loud, it, it, it cracks you up because you're like, Bruh. <laughs> for real when i see that i'm like yo another one yo another one yo another one you you're claiming that you're fighting against some kind of system that white people benefited from but i'm looking at you to my camera lens i'm like what the hell are you white you're benefiting from it aren't you <laughs> like, you're doing the exact same thing you're accusing me of like look and I just did a, a take on this with that, um, what's his name? Um, Jolly Jolly Ginger or some nonsense. Is his name. Yeah, yeah, that crazy um, guy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like this. He will tell, mm-hmm. and he did this, he'll tell white people, no black people asking for your help. They don't need your help, you know, they can do this. And then he'll turn around and be be like, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a voice for the black, <laughs> the black man. Like, I wait, saw, I saw, I saw, one of my boy just shared a video on TikTok and I was laughing my butt off when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, this guy is just a walking hypocrisy. Contradiction. <laughs> Idiocy. Like, so many things I could, I could think of that describe him. Like, dude, put your, your phone down, go to another app, or change your narrative. Like, it's not working out for you. Because you, you it's, it's so stupid, you know? And, and, and it's ridiculous. So speaking of, you know, videos on TikTok, how's, been, how's it been your experience on TikTok? Uh, horrible. <laughs> it, it's been ridiculous. Like right now I'm on account number 13. I'm on account 13. Yeah, I like it. Really? I've been, I've been banned 13 different times on this app. Damn, I need to set my game up. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one time they banned me, they banned my phone, they they banned my IP. They didn't even want me downloading the app. I had to get a whole new phone to to do it. Um, And then in one fell swoop, they took out four accounts that I had all at once. They took them all out one night, all gone. No, no appeal process. None of that. It was just gone. Um, and so oh, I've been dealing okay. with that now. What was how long have I been on? Almost a year. So in one year, I have been banned thirteen times. I see why every time you know I come across you, it's like follow this person. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean again? So like, <laughs> again? Like, okay. okay, boom. Okay, boom. I think the I think the reason now why... is every time I get. Every time I mm-hmm. get to like four, three k, four k is when they start to really harp down on me. So right now, I got this. I mean, this account. Ever since I tackled Tizzy, the account went from fifty followers to a thousand in a day and a half. Okay, wow. 
And then once it gets to that level, I realize that I start getting my views go down. And when I see my views start going down, I know that they're monitoring me already. And then I'll put up a video and it will go straight to content violation. I'll appeal it wow. and they'll be they'll put it back because but by then they've already issued a ban. Mm-hmm. So I'll get the ban, I'll win the appeal, the ban will stay and count as a violation. And well, when that's, they do that's, it again. Uh-huh. Yeah. When they do it again, then I got now I got two violations with no violations. <laughs> yeah. Is is it so is it no that happy. Go away soon. Yeah, it's the same that happened with with, with our, 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 um, uh, the video, Tasty video. And then I stitch it because I couldn't stitch it directly. And plus, I wanted my audience to see exactly what he said before I could stitch mm-hmm. it and give my, my two cents, right? So I did that. They banned both videos, like instantly. They banned both videos. So I went and appealed it, right? After like three hours. They put it back on, but I'm still banned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still hold me accountable for that ban. And then they send me a message where they, they tell me that my main account is almost 40,000 followers. They tell me that it's pending deletion. So now after that ban is lifted, my account may be gone. So it's hmm. like, it's crazy. And then, and then I created a new account called the King Cheddar Show just to you know, throw them off. Create a new account. It's been right now, just because <laughs> stitch. I make a video about stitch, about about Tissy, right? And I was the, the, because the first video I made for him, term because I was very watchful of my words, and you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna say something without saying something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those those that know what it is can understand what I'm trying to say. So. And then my second video, my second stage video I made on my new account, I was very firm. I was like, you know, like, dude, like, uh, I was super firm. And guess what? They blocked that video. They know that video is up, but. Hmm. So they did not, yeah. they did not send a band notification on that video. They didn't say that video for against community guidelines, but they said that your account it's restricted, so I can I can do nothing with it now. It's just sitting there. You are now part of you are now part of the group. You have arrived. <laughs> you, are, you are here with us now, man. Welcome. So speaking speaking of speaking of the Tissy situation, you want to share a lot on it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, for those who didn't know, I made an entire um, video about that. I, I did an entire live about it um, yesterday. And it's it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people saw it. And <clears throat> one gal said, "I've been following that guy now since I got on this app, and I didn't know any of that information. And not many people know the kinds of stuff that he has, and uh, that he has on his account. Um, because I realized what he does. He will put mm-hmm. out about eight or nine politically charged com um c- content pieces, and then he'll do um." one or two uh, news-based ones, and then he'll throw in one or two comical-type things and then about four sexually charged ones. Wow. And the sexually charged ones, he'll say, he'll direct towards either him being a, a dom over the woman or towards kids. 
Wow. And so I, I, so I showed people the videos of what he does and how he does it. And c kids commenting on his his posts and him not telling them to leave his, his channel. Like he'll tell them, don't tell. Hmm. He said, don't report my videos. You can just leave if you don't like it. But if you like it, you can stay, but don't report it. Yes, I saw I saw a clip where he said that. I saw a clip where he said that. He said, you can you can ban me. He said you can block me. You can do all that, but don't report my don't report yeah. me to take that. That was so, directly to kids. That was directly to the kids. Is who he made that that statement to. Wow. The problem so, with uh, that is that's just like a a, a a molester telling a kid, "I'm going to do this. Just don't tell nobody." Okay. So before before thing. going before we go deeper into this tasty situation, can you tell my audience like? Uh, what do you know about Tacey guy? Because I didn't know he existed until I came across, uh, what's her name, Melissa, Alisa video about him. Yeah. So well, he's a he's a former director. Um, in terms of he did he did some films and stuff like that. Um, so he's had some, and he's a photographer. Um, it's not a well known on either one of those scopes, but, um. His influence mostly happened because of that history he has with, with uh, filmmaking. Um, and then when he became a little more known, he started dipping into the white ally business and social justice movement. And then he got into the whole doxing ideal with Dinesh and Karen and that group. So he's one of those people. And he thinks he's like FBI worthy and all that nonsense. Um, but on the back end of it, that people, like I said, that people don't see because he does a really good job of keeping that hidden because of how he plants it in there. He does have that side of him that's very, very sexually charged on content. Um, mm. And it's like, and, and he exposed it when he did that video with uh, about Alyssa, um, mm. where you saw for the first time that his speech. It came out, and if it was very normal for him to say it, it, it didn't look like there was any hesitation to describe that vision, right? If you watched it, mm -hmm. because other videos, he says pretty much the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. He had a video where he was describing um, probably his dom side of grabbing hair and dragging them and all this nonsense, and people thought that was just fun. Um, mm. He made a video about him loving to have sex with white boys. Mm. It's, wow. it's stuff like that that people don't see as red flags, but they happen enough at a certain interval every time. And then you look to his Facebook page and it's all littered with half naked to almost fully naked women, all in very precarious mm. situations at, that he took pictures of. Whoa. You understand? And so it's not like his mind is about the desexualization of women. He is all about the sexualization of women, but then mm. wants to act like an advocate for people who have been through abuse. You are pushing out there pictures mm -hmm. of people, whether by, by consent or not, you on your end are promoting the sexualization of women. So when men who have no scruples and have issues already in their, 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 their past, go and attack these women, you are part to blame because you put it out there. You put it out there, yep. You know, and so yep. I, I, that's what my aim yesterday was to try and expose that side that people don't look at. They, they ignore it willfully 
there are women coming to his defense over what he said. And they themselves have been through sexual. Yeah, so yeah, so I, I went I went to <clears> the <throat> his me video and I read the comments and mostly was women are like, Oh, I was sexually abused, but uh, she she didn't have to say that. I'm like, are you guys know exactly who this 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 guy is that is saying these things? Because this guy his entire video about Elisa was like he did not hesitate not one second about anything that you said. He did not even have a second thought about okay, I can say this, so I'm, I'm gonna put it in this another form. And no, he just went on straight up and said what he said, and the way he described her, mm-hmm. it's it's extremely crunchy. Like like I, I have four daughters, I have a wife, I have sisters. When I when I hear that, like. If he was in front of me, oh my God, that's it. But it was ridiculous how he could say those nasty, horrible things about a female. And females defend him. And then, yeah, and the females are defending him. All because they are all informed about his 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 behavior. So you you did a great job exposing it. And I wish I had that information, man. I'll be out there exposing it too. But I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna stick on it. And uh, make sure that you know, like people know who he is, because the thing is, he's not alone on this app, on TikTok app, pushing this uh, sexual deviance behavior. You know, like there's a lot of pedophiles on on TikTok app. There's a lot of crazy sexual nonsense that happen, and you got innocent teenagers or teenage girls who just think that they are just having fun or just making TikTok videos. And just dancing or whatever, they think that it's innocent. But you got grown men, or sometimes grown women, women on on that app that just, oh yeah, we have scrapped gold. That this is gold. You know, we we finally found a place where we can enjoy our devilish behavior. And and it's 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 ridiculous how we can report these people, we can expose these people, and take that will still be, uh, uh, support. And keep them in on a platform, and mm-hmm. it's, it's frustrating that three point nine million. He have three point nine million followers. <laughs> okay, that saw that video about Elisa. Three point nine million people. Now tell me, he has three point nine million people believing that she is this horrible human being, and describing her in this very disgusting way. Three point nine million people. Some country that's a whole population of that whole entire country. So state that's a whole population of that state. Three point nine million people. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of influence. Bad influence. Yeah, it's a lot of people to 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 to, to believe that she is the person. And, and now they see her picture because she's you know he says her video. Now they see how she looks. Definitely, some of those three point nine million people maybe living in her community, maybe living in her state, maybe living in her city. Hmm. Now, what's going to happen is you go to the store or, you know, go to work or whatever the situation is. And then these people add on his words and physically or sexually or whatever, attack this, this young lady. Now, you know, like people need to be careful how what you say and how you say things, especially on, on, on social media, because that video, he may take it down, but that video will go on forever. Hmm. It's the Internet. The Internet does not die. 
you know, so that's something yeah, that, that yeah, he said that. Yeah, I remember him saying that. Yes, yeah, that's something that she had to deal with for the rest of her life because there'll be people that are always gonna see that video and think that she is like that. Because now we live in a society where there are a lot of people that are mentally ill, a lot of people that are troubled. So when they hear things like that, they will trigger them and then you know, so her safety is like you know, it's 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 ridiculous how he can go into that. So when I saw that, I was so mad. The first video I made, I was like, so country. I was sitting in my car, I was like, oh, God, like, how? Why? Why was it so important for him to say those things that he said? If you don't agree with what she said or misunderstood what she said, you go have asked her a question, like, okay, what do you mean by that? Or if you want to defend so-called, as he said, you want to defend uh, uh, abused women, there's a way that you go about it, and, you know, without you abusing a woman. Hmm. Basically, that's what he did to her. He abused her. Yep. Yep. You know, so it's like, it's it's it's, it's a ridiculous situation. And I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to reach out to her uh, to see how she's doing, all that stuff, make sure that, you know, whatever the situation is. But, you know, some things we can, we can, can t- you know, whatever, you know what I mean. So, but, now he put her in a situation where it's troubling. Yeah. And like she said it to us too, like she was, um, she is, she's in a, a, a chat group that I'm in outside of TikTok. And um, she had mentioned it, you know, that this was very traumatic for her in the way he described things that, and he knew, and he said it, he knew that she was a, a, a survivor. And he expected that re- that response from her, and he was happy that he got that response from her because it was typical of people that survived. And he was laughing at it, and the fact that he laughed at it really, really cut because now people in the, the comment section also were trying to out her in terms of her address and where she lives and all that crazy stuff. Wow. Um, and if her ex ever found out where she was, that that could be a big problem. Yeah. Um, and so, but when we reported that aspect of tick to TikTok, it it wasn't taken care of. It wasn't addressed, you know. And and so now we have to decide. And this was why I decided to show my face again because I was trying to make a new TikTok with not showing me at all, so people wouldn't get it removed. It would just be voice only. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you recognize it, you recognize it. If you don't, perfect. That means you can't come after me. And then this happened, and what it made me realize though is that I can't, I can't allow them to win that battle of silencing me. Giving up isn't really an option. Quitting isn't an option. Um, if I really believe what I believe, and I can't let people who have an agenda to silence me win, and I would have almost let them win. Yeah, we we have to keep fighting this fight because it's like good versus evil at this point, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 um, and then what 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 what's your take on this whole Daxing situation on on TikTok, the whole Daxing culture? Uh, for me, I'm different than most, right? Um, mm-hmm. If I know you've doxed me, I'm finding you. That's that's yeah. that's straight up. I mean, I, I personally don't have a problem with them putting any of my information out there. Um, more power to you. It's not going to harm me any. 
people know me that's okay they don't know me i didn't know you to begin with so it doesn't bother me that you don't know me or that you don't like me i i could really care less um but the mere fact that you would do that and put my kids in harm's way oh that will definitely get your ass whooped. oh oh yeah hands down you're gonna get you're gonna catch these hands it's your right to protect your kids you know mm-hmm. if you got a problem with me you know physical with me but if you like put my my home address or whatever the situation is where my kids are involved because now my kids are involved my wife is involved it's gonna be an issue it's gonna be an issue because now it's my 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 right now kicks in my second amendment right kicks in everything now is you know like it's a fair game now it's like, okay i'm gonna I'm going to be the offense. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to wait till you show up, basically. And, you know, I'm not going to sit there and be like, okay, let him show up. No, I'm going, I'm going to find you first before you find me. Yeah, yeah. And and they think, and that's the thing, like Lance is finding that out slowly but surely. Oh, yeah. He had been part of that, and then somebody found him. I and was now, so... now he's all like, he's like, you can't be doing that. That could be like that. This is threat. like, whoa, 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 whoa. You. I was thought that you could be a big ass man on TikTok. And then when reality hit home, now you having a problem. No, keep that same energy. Energy. <laughs> be be a man. Be a man. Say like you oh go ahead. Come on down. You can call my phone. Come on down and deal directly. You, you wouldn't do that though. You wouldn't do that yes. because you know you're not a man. Now his kids are involved. Now his wife is involved because now because of his foolishness because I, li- I listened to the the, the, the phone conversation the, the person the voicemail the person left on his phone and i was like oh my god thank god somebody's actually standing up to him and the next thing you wouldn't know that that, that person may or is not it's not going to be that person but it's going to be somebody else going to take it another step further mm-hmm. and then now his his kids uh, his whole household is like you know you know you know sparrow because of his foolishness yeah you know yeah because yeah. I keep telling people, you can't keep poking the bear. You keep poking these people. <laughs> I keep then the bear me. gets up. Then the bear yeah, gets up like, oh, oh, that's how you want to. <laughs> yeah. And then you want to play the victim. Like, oh, my God. The bear want to bite me. No, because yeah. you started poking the bear. Oh, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, standing th- I'm standing a mile away. I'm screaming at you, stop poking the bear. Stop poking the bear. And you're like, no, shut up. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. The bear deserves it. And I'm the only one to do it. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, like it don't make no sense. Stop, stop poking these people. Leave these people alone because I, I can better see, uh, 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 um, white conservatives or you know white Republicans out here pushing these ridiculous things that they push on these people, like you know, calling, you know, pushing all these racist things that they claim that these people are. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you keep, you stop it. Because majority of people in the black community, basically, number one, they don't have the, the, the power. I won't say power in the form that people think that is power means that you have authority over the country. No, they don't mm-hmm. have the, the fiscal power to, to fight these people. No, no, you don't. You don't. These, people has, these people have over 300 million guns and ammunitions in the homes. They ain't afraid to use it. Neither. And they practice how to use it every single day. The only group of people that have weapons in the black community are the criminals. And the criminals don't right? even know how to use it. <laughs> they don't even right. know how to use it. Because 
Right. You're like, yeah, like in the, in the hood, right? They'll say, okay, I'm going to shoot at my target. And then you're going to kill an innocent baby. Like, dude, you don't even know who you're, you, can, you can shoot your target as you claim to be, you know, I'm going, like, they don't know how to use the gun. They have no training. They have nothing to get. Okay, I got a gun that's so I'm tough. And, oh. But these white people, they have guns in their homes that they can, they know how to they train for it. I can tell people it's a different breed of white people these days. Different. The, the bigger ones are the ones that really don't want to be messed with. They just want to do their own thing. And I have a friend like that. He moved out of the city limits, way up in the hills, wind generator power, solar for power. He don't mess with oh, the government. Man. Of it, right? And when I tell uh -huh. you this man is gun, 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 you can't go four feet in his house, mm -hmm. walking four feet, every four feet, there's some gun hidden in that location. Every four, feet, every four I'm... feet. You can't come onto his land without him seeing you from about 900 yards out. And he already has that spot dialed in. So it's not like you can... You can these people, they just want to be left. And when you keep trying to mess with them, call them names, call them outside their name, they're going to eventually get tired of you. And, yeah. You know, I... I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying when you do something me, long enough, you're going to have a result, and the result may not be what you want. That's what, that's what I said. Come like, leave these people alone. Let these people live their lives. These people are not bothering you guys. They are not out here hunting down certain group of people. No, they're just living their lives, trying to pay their bills, trying to raise their kids, trying to make the best of this life that we have and just do the best that they can. You know, you 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 poking these people. It's like it's like you okay. You claim there's a problem, all right? It's a system. Why are you not attacking the system? Yeah. Ah, thank you, thank you. I've been saying then, that a while and then this, now. And then there's the same people that got mad about what happened January six. <laughs> when you but go January six, the people were speeded for the election. They went to the government. They went to the government to express that grievance. Okay, so if you got a problem with some government or some system, go to the system. You got a problem with the court system, go to the judges, go to the to the justice department, go to the system. But you got a problem with with the system. We attacking a, a, a bit of Bob that just trying to feed his family. You can say, oh, he benefit from the system. Go to the system. It's not that difficult to understand. It's not that difficult to understand. Go to the system. Why is it that they're attacking innocent people that have nothing to do with them? Right. Nothing to do with it. I have a bunch of neighbors. The neighbors are poking into my business like, oh, there's a black man down the street. I'm going to go after him, all that stuff. No. Matter of fact, I, I, I went to the store the other day. I, came, I, I was out of the store. My wife called me. Oh, one of the neighbors bake you co uh, Christmas cookies and bring it to the house. I was like, oh, okay. You know, when well, I see them on the screen, they speak to me. They, you know, we 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 chat, we have barbecues and stuff, we're chilling. But these but, but it was it was my own same people, quote unquote, that say that if I move into this neighborhood, they could be burning crosses on my lawn, they could be doing all this crazy stuff. And I I've been here almost a year. I don't see it yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I've been having good friends, good time with these, you know, with my neighbors, and my neighbors know know me very well. We share things. If I want to mow my lawn and my mower is not working well, 
I call my neighbor. Oh yeah, come over. Come, you know, come and you say afterwards, bring it back. I'm show. I bring it back. Hmm. People are living their lives the way they want to live their lives. The people they are so they are so glad that oh, you guys are not part of. You guys are not like that. And I understand when they say you're not like that because it's like. You know, you want to live in a decent neighborhood, but you want to bring your herd, you want to bring a ghetto mindset, you want to bring all this crazy mindset into the 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 the, the, the new location that you claim you want peace and all that stuff. Because when you look at city like Compton in California, I just want to bring this up. That Compton used to be a very nice suburban neighborhood back in the day. Mm-hmm. Very nice suburban neighborhood, like peaceful, quiet. White picket fans and all that stuff. Now Compton is the is is it's horrible now. It's really really horrible because when certain group of people left certain group of neighborhood come to these places, it changed the whole environment to the same place that they came from. So it's 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 interesting to see what is you know what is going on, and uh, yeah, so. My goodness, man. So it's like me, you have the same experience, basically. You know, almost the same experience. The same experience. Um, when we relocated here, so it's like, wow. So what, what, what's, what's the final word that you want to say to my people? What, what is it that you would like to see change in the whole atmosphere of the whole What is going on? Um, the problem can only be solved if you solve your own. People cannot start and keep looking at external things to fix when you have your own mental problems to get rid of. You can't keep thinking someone else is to blame for your problem. I keep harping back to this statement that was made in that Rocky film. You keep looking at the world like it's some type of shadow, something keeping you down. And when the real problem is you, you're the Mm -hmm. one that started to believe something about yourself that wasn't true. And then when you just, you believed it, you start telling other people that, you know, that's not true. If you know it's not true about you, why do you still harp on it? You know, um, if you know that in your mind, all black people are not criminals, then stop mm-hmm. promoting the ones that are. You have to start logically thinking things through. If you mm-hmm. know that, and I tell this to Roderick too, and you probably know man of justice, right? Mm-hmm. If you have knowledge that the system is adversely treating you one way, and that one way is always based on an action or something that you do or you the way you look, a- action. Don't mm-hmm. do that action. Mm-hmm. E- even if it's temporary that you, so that you change the narrative that you think you see, do it. So then when the narrative is gone, you can be who you want to be at that point because the narrative is gone. But when you keep perpetuating it in your songs, in your speech, and you call it culture, and then other people realize the effects of that culture. Do not blame them for not wanting it around them. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't want people to keep doing the same. Not, it's insanity, right? Doing the mm-hmm. same thing over and over, expecting a different it's, result. Yep. Stop doing that, and I think your life will be a lot better. That's, that's it. That's it. It's beautiful words from um, Mr. Brown, Mr. Bullen Brown. Beautiful words from him. And we we... Either could take his word, run with it, change, or we can know his word, whatever it is, you know. Like, but I believe, and I want to encourage everyone to take his word, apply it, 
and run with it because we ourselves have to change first. We have to change our mindset because basically most of the things are just the mindset. We need to understand that if we got a problem with John, we need to go to John. Yep. If you have a problem with John, you can't go to Paul. You can't go to Susan down the street uh, or, or Todd that just trying to, you know, take care of his family. You can't go and bother these people because they did not cause the problem that you are facing. You have to look into who the problem, the source of the problem and came from. And most of the thing we need to understand as people is that most of the problems that we are faced with in the black community is caused by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to start to take accountability and responsibility for our own problems. We need to fix what is broken in the black community. We need to bring the husbands back, the men back into the home. We need to stop exhorting and encouraging single brotherhood. We mm-hmm. need to start. We need to start to encourage marriages in the black community. We need to start to learn about money in the black community and how can we. Uh, not just build wealth, but how can we maintain wealth? And keep wealth, yeah. Yep. We need to understand that the white man is not the boogeyman. We need to understand where our problem came from. And the problem, uh, the source of our problem in the black community is not the so-called quote-unquote white man. It's a democratic party that has long history of doing the things that they're doing to us. Yes, there are some Republicans that have that same mindset. We need to understand what the source of the problem is. We need to understand that all the black people are not our enemies. We need to understand that we can work with them. If we disagree with the with our mindsets, our views, we need to work along with other black people. And finally, we need to understand that at this point in, in, in time, you are grown men and women. You are responsible for your life, not mm. nobody else than nobody else. So, Mr. Martin Brown, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank um, you for having me. Thank, thank you for your views. Thank you for your words. Um, you know, like, you are one intelligent person that I follow very closely and value your views and your opinions and your truth and, you know, love you for it. And I appreciate you being our official first guest on this podcast. Uh, and... On the next episode, we have all the people that's lining up to join us on this broadcast. So until then, or the next time, Mr. Morning Brown, thank you so much. And we bet you farewell and grace and peace be unto you, my brother. Thank you, sir. You too. All right. God bless you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.
Yo. Finally made it in. I'd use a different browser. <clears throat> oh, okay. <clears throat> Finally. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I was using Chrome, and for some reason, Chrome wouldn't let it go through, so I had to switch to uh, Microsoft. So. All right, that's cool. Oh man, it's good to hear your voice, and I appreciate you uh, responding to my invite. Yeah, man. Anytime, bro. We're gonna start in in just a second. Let me uh, take my touch. All right. Okay, 
Right. You ready? I am. All right, let's get it. Welcome to the King Cheddar Show. My name is King Cheddar, and today is a beautiful day outside. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Um, today we have a special guest of us. Uh, he's a great, great, great guy, great friend of mine. And, um, you know, we got connected on TikTok and um, through our connection, you know, I've been following him, loving his content, love his intelligence and love what he put out there. And, you know, I got a good vibe with him, a good spirit with him. So today I just want him to be here with us to have a conversation with us. And luckily, he is officially our first guest on this broadcast. And uh, he's all the way from Washington State. Mr. Marlon Brown, welcome. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. It's fun. This will be good. <laughs> this will be good. <laughs> so um, how's, how's it going? How you doing? How's everything? Uh, good. We just got our first dump of snow here. Um, we got about four inches. Uh, oh, wow. We get another six next week. So we'll see. How oh, that wow. Ends up. Yeah. Should that's that's. That's one of the reasons why I moved to the South. I used to live, <laughs> I used to live up to the East Coast, um, Boston area. And you know how you record a, a, a video or took a picture on your phone and then Google or whatever uh, means you you know you save your pictures from. And then they send you uh, a notification. Like two yeah. years ago, one year ago. So I was checking my phone and I received um this video that i recorded two years i think two years ago last year last last winter and it was a blizzard in boston <laughs> and then this time around i'm in north carolina and it's nice outside <laughs> so it's a it's a big difference i'm like thank god i moved to the south because I, you know i was so tired with the snow I want, yeah. to move, I want to move to Florida, but I got some obligations here that I still have to fulfill before I do that. So it's in Sounds the works, good. though. Definitely want to get out of get out of the winter scene. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I was the same way too. I had to put all my stuff, you know, in place. I have to take care of everything. I have to take care of in Boston, and then boom, we we'll make the trip. Me and my wife and my family. Nice man. Nice. So it's a it's a good it's a good look. So um, yeah. So. We want to talk about, you know, everything and uh, whatever it is that you feel comfortable talking about. We can have a conversation about it. If you don't feel comfortable, let me know. And there is no such will. thing. There is no such thing. Everything is is needed to be talked about. There's nothing off limits for me, man. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got on TikTok and how you became a conservative? Um, well, I think... I've no, I can't say I've always been a conservative, but I, I, I grew up in the Caribbean um, and everything down there is um, there is no racist and racial taint to anything. But you know that pro-black is the way you're supposed to think. Um, and you, you have movements like the Rastafarian movement, and that's completely all pro-black. You know, it, it's even more pro-black than than BLM. Let's just put it that way. So you have that influence around you. And I grew up um, not really making a di differentiation between who I am and what my skin color was. Um, but it wasn't until I started doing a lot of reading because um, I really like to read. And I don't, don't so much right now. I mean, I read, but that's not as I'm not as uh, 
addicted to it as I used to be. I still I still consume information, but just not heavily reading. But the more I read, um, the more I started to see that my worldview was very limited, and I didn't I was not seeing the world as I should. And uh, then I went to college in Arkansas when I was um, 19. It was a late start for me. But I finished high school at 16, so I had a three-year period where I was working. Um, and then the world just kind of blew open, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, for for the first time, I experienced um, true racism in the South. Um but it wasn't with white people. And that was the crazy part. I mean, when I got there, I was ostracized from the college groups because I was not a, a black American <laughs> by the black people there. And they constantly yeah. reminded me that I was not one of them. And so me thinking, oh, you know, if anybody I should identify and kind of get close to to get familiar would be the people that look like me because that's how I grew up. That was not the case. Yeah. Um, and so was, that was like that was like a culture shock to you, right? It was. Like, it was. It spiraled me. It it literally spiraled me. Like I got there, kind of happy, excited about things. I'd never been out of the Caribbean before, and that was a not just a culture shock, but it was like an, a a personal hit on on me, and um, it it spiraled me pretty badly. Um, depression and stuff set in, and um, but I made it out of college and I still had this feeling of obligation to the, my identity as a, a black person. Um, but it wasn't until I started working in the workforce and encountering various people that that slowly slipped out of my mind and people were just people at that point. Um, and my worldview really changed when I started to read more philosophical pieces and understanding the human mind and realizing that what I was living was not really life. It was just a, a front. Um, and in order to really escape that bubble, I had to start thinking more universally about mm-hmm. the culture that I think is mine was placed on me. Um, and I don't necessarily have to have a culture based on the world's version of culture. I have to be me. And that might go mm-hmm. against everybody or it might join some cultures in some cases, but it's not going to be individualized to one particular cause. I'm not a part of the black community. I'm not part of the white community. I'm not part of the conservative movement. I am in thought processes more linked to conservatism. But mm-hmm. I look at things very black and white in most cases if it's wrong it's wrong if it's right right it's right you know yeah. and and a lot of people think well i agree with the under but i don't i said well that's good that means you're just, you're thinking for yourself i don't want you 100 percent agreeing with everything i say that's that's, that's how you get into problems you know yeah um, and that's what i really appreciate about your your podcast too and your, and your your tiktoks is that you look at things very um objectively objectively, objectively yeah you know? um because the more we start to put ourselves on a situation, the less we see of it. We start yeah. putting our own twists, our own, and that's how you get into problems with people. And I'm trying to avoid that at all costs. So, yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's like your story is and my story is kind of the same because both of us came from another 
country and you know in africa all, all i knew was black people you know what mm-hmm. i mean so and when i when i got here similar to you it, it was a culture shock to me because i expected people that look like me to bond with me i should be able to be comfortable around them <laughs> but it wasn't the case <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't the case you know so what what, what you think what you think it is that uh African Americans here don't like to most time uh, connect with other black people from other places, but then complain if you, you know, like not following certain narrative, and then they say you're not black enough, or you know, you, you sell out and all these crazy names they call us. What do you think it is? Well, I I can't see how I can be a sellout to something I never owned. Exactly. If if I was never part of your community, like you tell me, then I'm not a sellout. I'm just on the outside. Exactly. So I that's can't, the- I can't, I can't, I can't own your, if I don't own your culture and you say I'm not part of it, perfect. Then we've established that, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. Then in the same breath, you can't come back and tell me you a sellout. You're a sellout. No, no. Actually, what I'm at, what I am is somebody that's never been in your store, never purchased your equipment. And I can't touch your equipment, like you said. So I, I can't possibly have anything to do with the failure or success of your store. I, I yeah. can't. I, so, I'm going to go to a different store, <laughs> and I'm going to purchase from there, and they're going to accept me. You don't have to. It's not. That's not a requirement. Is that is that mandate? Because it's, it's confusing sometimes to me when I look at things in 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 an objectively way. Because it's like okay, one you establish, you know, as you said, like. I'm not black. Okay, that's cool. But then you want me to join your cause and fight with you know with your cause after you re- you have rejected me from the from the from the beginning. And I don't understand that. Am I black today or not black tomorrow? <laughs> like what is the, what is the, what is going on? Like like seriously, because it's like and 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 the sad thing is the sad thing is that I really see. It's not only people that come from other countries. It's not only uh, black people that come from other countries. It's like within the own community, mm-hmm. there's so much division within the, in the African American community. And when, when, I, when I, I, because I deal with a lot of African Americans, like crazy, you know, and um, I deal with African Americans more than I deal with Africans. Okay. And the reason why, because I, I, when I came to skin America, right, let me just put that there. When I came to America, I had the mindset that, okay, America is like a, the, the, the melting pot. So I should be able to connect with people, Somebody, right? Yeah. You know, I want to learn all the, all the cultures. I want to learn all the, you know, all the people, religion or whatever it is. You know, I've learned the Jewish religion. I've learned Buddhist, although I don't, I, I know, like I don't accept it as my religion. But I try to open up my mind to be able to connect with people, see where they're coming from, why they believe, why they believe, why you know how they live, how they live, you know, other stuff. But then, when I come to people that look like me, it's like I'm confused. Like you know, I could walk into a white community and I will have no problem. I could walk into a Jew, like you know, like a Muslim community, I will have no problem because I have tried that. Mm-hmm. But when I, you know, like when I connect or be around African Americans, and I, I just looking from the outside inside, and it's so much divisions. Like you're not, you're not dark skin enough, you're not light skin enough, or you mix, or 
it's it's just so much confusion and i'm i'm sitting there like what actually is going on mm-hmm. you know what i mean why is there so much division within this community but then not focusing on how to fix the 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 conditions in this community but wanted to talk about a group of people that basically at this point not really care about what is going on in your community mm-hmm. you know but so, the question is, do you think they actually want it fixed? I don't think that they want it fixed. They're looking for... Hmm. Well, if you look at it, right, think mm-hmm. about this. If you have a problem, so let's say it's... it's uh, uh, let, Let's go with um, an infestation in your house, okay? Mm-hmm. You're, you are aware of the infestation. You don't want the infestation. And then when mm-hmm. people come and tell you, well, if you don't want this infestation, you're going to have to tear down some walls and rebuild a certain section and then bomb the house and you'll have to be gone from this for about a week. And then you look at the person and you say, well, I, look, I want the problem fixed, but that, that sounds like it's way too much work for the kind of results I'm going to get. And then the person looks at you, well, you, you said you wanted the problem fixed and I'm offering you a legitimate solution to it. And now you're telling me that you don't think that that's going to work. I'm saying, but you've not tried it You've mm-hmm. not experienced what it could be without the problem. But yet still, you'll come back to me two days later and complain about the problem. Mm-hmm. It tells me you don't really want this problem fixed. Mm-hmm. You like the problem. You like complaining about the problem and you want the attention that comes with the problem. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to realizing that if I fix this problem, I cannot complain. I can't go back and say, oh, I have the problem anymore. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is their issue. They think, and this is the other part too, is that they believe that the, and there's a big problem within the black community, but that's not the one that they consider the infestation. They see mm-hmm. a, a, a nail hole in the wall and they consider that the infestation. Meanwhile, the entire house around them is falling down and they don't want to address it. They want you, you to go. focus on that nail hole and then you tell, okay, well, we can fix the nail hole, but that's not your biggest problem right now. Your biggest problem is mm-hmm. the infestation. You won't even have a wall to put a nail hole in. So, I mean, you got to decide. And Mm -hmm. that is the biggest problem that I can see is they don't want to address the problem. They want to address a problem. Not saying that Mm -hmm. if you don't want a nail hole, it's not a problem. That's a problem. But is it as big a problem as losing your house? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I I don't know that they they know what they're doing. So do you think that they are are aware of the problem in the black community? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. They Mm -hmm. are. But what does what does fixing a problem require? Not personal responsibility. Mm. And if you don't want to have personal responsibility, you're not going to fix the problem. They, so, they, so, you can see it. They, you can't tell me they don't know that single motherhood is a problem, especially when you hear them complaining about how women behave and how men are not in the homes and how we're incarcerated. If you know all that is factual, how well, are you not going to admit to the fact that then it's a problem? But you, you, you see, you see, I, I, I'm agreeing with you because I've noticed that, right? But the thing is, right? They say that single motherhood is a problem, men not in the home is a problem. But then they exalt single motherhood because the fact is, for for since the '60s or the early '70s, single mothers has been running the black community for since that time. Yeah, you know, it's it, the black community is run by by women. So it's like all these people, men and, and women, are, are being raised by single motherhood. 
So it's like that's they have gotten used to that. I think they have gotten so comfortable in that position um, to the point where, uh, you know, they know it's a problem, but they don't want to fix that problem. And, and this this is this is the thing I always I always tell people. And and my, my wife is African American, okay, but she tells me once she cannot uh, like all her friends, right? Her best friends. Our best friends are people that of out that people are outside of the the black community. So I, I asked her one time. She's like, "Can't you see why I, I don't associate myself deeply within that community?" And I look, you know, I try to get a full picture of what she said, and I'm, I'm like, "Yeah, I see why." She said because it's it's too much toxic behavior going on, and when you start talking about it. They will come at you so hard, mm. aggressively, like like you you like, it's like you made up something that is not there, or you're accusing them of something that they are not doing. If you try to talk about the issues, that is there, and 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 people like me when I talk about these issues, I, I talk about it from a from a from a, from a point where i i like you guys i like y'all because i feel i believe that we are supposed to be people of the same bond uh same background or same whatever then i i I see this problem can we fix this problem but whenever you talk about that they come at you sideways you know and it's it's frustrating sometimes seeing that especially for me because I, i you know i do prison talk so i go to prisons and talk uh, talk to prisoners i've talked to single mothers um i've taken out uh <clears throat> i've taken uh, single mothers off i've helped taking single mothers off welfare system and pushing them into getting job i do my counseling so i i, I do work in a community <clears throat> but I'm, I'm just one person trying to fix it and but it's like they don't like to hear there's a problem Mm-hmm. They just, they just, they just want to do it in that problem and blame. This is why I get, I get frustrated. You're blaming people that have nothing to do with your problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're blaming people. It's like me, right? I, I dirty my house. My house is, is, is nasty. And then I, I point the finger to my neighbors, be like, yo, I, why your house is so clean and my house is dirty? Like, it don't make no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> it really makes sense to me. Like, How come you don't send your maid over to help me clean my house? Exactly. You know, it's like why your driveway is so nice, your your lawn so nice, and my lawn is like crappy. You know, like yeah, what's up with that? Why can't you help me out? You know, it's it's, it's ridiculous. And then ridiculous. and then they'll go so far as to give me your house, and then you could take mine because I'm I'm old your house because your house is nice and not mine. But, but I guarantee you that they will they will turn that person's house into the house that they had before. Well, you look at it, you look, and this is gonna be hard for here, something to hear. Um, it happens. I want to, yeah, I want. I'm just let you know you you be free to talk about whatever you want to talk about on here. I just want this, you know, uh, platform to be a platform where we can speak our mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but then I'm just saying they're not gonna like what I have to say next. But that's okay. It's um, cool. <laughs> here's the thing. You, you watch what happens when they get something and what they do with it. Mm. So if, if, for instance, you have no police intervention in a protest, 
Black Lives Matter protest. Mm -hmm. They realize that and they don't continue to stick to the proper way. They have to take it one step further and riot. Mm -hmm. Now, they'll come out the next day and say it was mostly peaceful and the ones that were rioting were not us. But they won't go so far as to say we don't want you guys doing that. Hmm. The reason they will not do that is because they know what attention that gets. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. They know the attention it'll get. They don't care whether or not it's bad or good. They just like the attention. It's no different than leaving the hood the way it is because it's attention. Mm -hmm. And then now they've created it to be a culture, just like they're trying to make protests now normal to burn stuff down. Mm. I try telling people, look, I've come from the Caribbean where black people are. And mm -hmm. the bad side of them are the same everywhere, every country. And I don't care if black people don't like hearing this. Black people all over the world share one stupid trait. And when they're ignorant, they get ignorant all the way. And you probably know this mm. in Africa too, just like I do yep. in Caribbean. And we see them and we don't want nothing to do. And I mean nothing to do with that type mm. and every time I see them talk I know the feeling I get from it it's the exact same feeling I get from the ones back home they don't have any intention of wanting change they have no intention of giving you a solution they just want to harp on the problem to let mm. you know that there is a problem and so you get harping on the problem and then you ask them for a solution and they'll tell you the problem again and they say but no 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 stop stop I'm trying to get the problem gone what do I do? Mm. Well, the problem, I said, I don't want to hear that. But they mm. will keep going. And if you, you can tell me if I'm wrong. You watch even the ones that are so-called educated. They never offer a solution. Never. No. In fact, they implement more problems. And they call that solution. Like, defund the police. That's a solution. Okay? So what do you do about the crime? You defund the police. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What? about the actual gang activity the shootings what's going to happen then if you defund the police it's going to escalate it doesn't make sense man it doesn't make sense yeah, yeah. It, you know like the defunding the police is, is, is going to hurt it's going to hurt everyday black person more than it will hurt the police department or whatever system that they claim they are fighting against because I, I, I grew up in Philly Okay, Philadelphia. I grew up in the hood, hood. I grew up where every five seconds I see a cop. Every five seconds, like, like it came a time in Philly when I was there. Um, they will they will call the cops, right? Claim that's out of something, right? And it and, and these cops that like, probably will claim that some kind of thing, right? And the cops will show up, and these guys will ambush these cops, like they will open. Mm -hmm. Fire from all directions on these cops. So when they call the cops, the cops take that come there. Or they, when they come in, they come as a there's as a whole gang of cops coming to show up to whatever mm -hmm. whether it's just a simple domestic uh, uh, situation. A whole gang of cops will come because they are afraid that when they come, they'll be ambushed. If just one or two cops show up, they'll be ambushed just because they're cops. You know, so because because these people want to want to continue like the the criminals run the, the communities in the black community like they run 
the 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 whole thing and the, the innocent people that just trying to make a living just trying to raise the kids they are being caught up in this 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 bond you know this is not a bond but they call up in this this chaotic situation and if they try to get out then they start calling out all kinds of names or oh, you're set out mm-hmm. or you, you're trying to live around the white people what you think good you enough be white and, you want to be white you, you try to go to school you get yeah. education oh my god you know the, the college for the white man, man. It's, it's, it's 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 interesting frustrating isn't it it's frustrating, it's frustrating it too. like like I, I don't know how you solve that particular mind and it is a mindset it's not even um a, a, a black or white thing because i've encountered as you can see there the, now there are these white people that think they can uh they, they want to be just like black people now mm-hmm. and what they end up doing is trying to tell you the plight that you should have and if you don't have it you must not be black like the rest of these black people I've never understand that it's, either like okay so you're white yeah and you're saying white people are racist yeah mm-hmm. but but you're, if you're white and, and you tell me all white people are racist why it am racist. I listening to you. That means that yeah, that means that you two is racist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then they look at be, you and say, "Yeah, I am." I'm like, "So, why the hell would I be listening to you if you exactly don't even you're part of the problem?" You know, <laughs> it's like you 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 part of the problem. It's like it's like it's like it's a bunch of guys running around breaking into people's houses, right? And then one of them turn mm-hmm. around to look at me standing from a house like, oh, there's a bunch of people breaking into people's houses, but you standing with them. You have, <laughs> you know, like you out there breaking into my neighbor's house. Then you warning me about your group. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It's, it, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Like, when you say it oh, out loud, oh, like when you say it out loud, it, it, it cracks you up because you're like, Bruh. <laughs> for real when i see that i'm like yo another one yo another one yo another one you you're claiming that you're fighting against some kind of system that white people benefited from but i'm looking at you to my camera lens i'm like what the hell are you white you're benefiting from it aren't you <laughs> like, you're doing the exact same thing you're accusing me of like look and I just did a, a take on this with that, um, what's his name? Um, Jolly Jolly Ginger or some nonsense. Is his name. Yeah, yeah, that crazy um, guy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like this. He will tell, mm-hmm. and he did this, he'll tell white people, no black people asking for your help. They don't need your help, you know, they can do this. And then he'll turn around and be be like, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a voice for the black man. One of my boys just shared a video on TikTok and I was laughing my butt off when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, this guy is just a walking hypocrisy. Contradiction. <laughs> Idiocy. Like, so many things I could, I could think of that describe him. Like, dude, put your, your phone down. Go to another app or change your narrative. Like, it's not working out for you. Because you, you it's, it's not so stupid, you know? And, and, and it's ridiculous. So speaking of, you know, videos on TikTok, how's, been, how, how's it been your experience on TikTok? Uh, horrible. <laughs> it, it's been ridiculous. Like right now I'm on account number 13. I'm on account 13. Yeah, I like it. Really? I've been, I've been banned 13 different times on this app. 
Damn, I need to set my game up. Now, one time they banned me. They banned my phone. They they banned my IP. They didn't even want me downloading the app. I had to get a whole new phone to to do it. Um, and then in one fell swoop, they took out four accounts that I had all at once. They took them all out one night, all gone. No no appeal process, none of that. It was just gone. Um, and so wow. I've been dealing with that now. What, what? How long have I been on? Almost a year. So in one year, I have been banned thirteen times. That's I see why one. every time you know I come across you, it's like. What do you mean? Again? Like, <laughs> again? Like, okay. Okay. Boom. Okay. I think the I process think the reason now why... is every time I get every time I mm-hmm. get to like four three K, four K is when they start to really harp down on me. So right now I got this this account ever since I tackled Tizzy, the account went from fifty followers to a thousand in a day and a half. Okay, wow. and then once it gets to that level, I realize that I start getting my views go down, and when I see my views start going down, I know that they're monitoring me already. And then I'll put a video, and it will go straight to content violation. I'll appeal it, wow. and they'll be they'll put it back because. But by then, they've already issued a ban. Mm-hmm. So I'll get the ban. I'll win the appeal. The ban will stay and count as a violation. And well, when that's, they do that's, it again, uh-huh. yeah. When they do it again, then I got now I got two violations with no violations. <laughs> yeah, is is it? So I have no doubt that this will go away soon. Yeah, is it seem that happy with with um uh the video TC video? And then I stitch it because I couldn't stitch it directly. And plus, I wanted my audience to see exactly what he said before I can stitch mm-hmm. it and give my give my two cents, right? So I did that. They banned both videos like instantly. They banned both videos. So I went and appealed it, right? After like three hours, they put it back on, but I'm still banned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still hold me accountable for that band and then they send me a message where they, they tell me that my main account is almost 40,000 followers they tell me that it's pending deletion so now after that band is lifted my account may be gone so it's like it's crazy and then I then I created a new account called the King Cheddar Show just to you know, throw them off create a new account it's banned right now just because <laughs> Stitch. I make a video about 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 Tissy, right? And I was the, the, because the first video I made for him, term because I was very watchful of my words, and you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna say something without saying something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those those that know what it is can understand what I'm trying to say. So, and then my second video, my second stage video, I made on my new account. I was very firm. I was like. You know, like, dude, like, uh, I was super firm. And guess what? They blocked that video. They know that video is up, but hmm. so they did not. Yeah. They did not send a ban notification on that video. They didn't say that video go against community guidelines, but they said that your account is restricted. So I can I can do nothing with it now. It's just sitting there. 
you are now part of you are now part of the group. You've arrived. <laughs> you are, you are here with us now, man. Welcome. So speaking speaking of speaking of the Tissy situation, you want to share a lot on it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, for those who didn't know, I made an entire um, video about that. I, I did an entire live about it um, yesterday, and it's it. A lot of people saw it, and <clears throat> one gal said, "I've been following that guy now since I got on this app, and I didn't know any of that information." And not many people know the kinds of stuff that he has and uh, that he has on his account um, because I realized what he does. He will put mm -hmm. out about eight or nine politically charged com um, content pieces and then he'll do um, one or two uh, news-based ones and then he'll throw in one or two comical type things and then about four sexually charged ones. Whoa. And the sexually charged ones, he'll say he'll direct towards either him being a, a dom over the woman or towards kids. Wow. And so I, I, so I showed people the videos of what he does and how he does it. And c kids commenting on his his posts and him not telling them to leave his, his channel. Like he'll tell them, don't tell. Hmm. He said, don't report my videos. You can just leave if you don't like it. But if you like it, you can stay. But don't report it. Yes, I saw I saw a clip where he said that. I saw a clip where he said that. He said, you can, you can ban me. He said, you can block me. You can do all that. But don't report my, don't report yeah. me to take that. That was so, directly to kids. That was directly to the kids is who he made that, that statement to. Wow. The problem so, with uh, that is that's just like a, 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 a molester telling a kid, I'm gonna do this. Just don't tell nobody. Okay. So before before we go before we go deeper into this tasty situation, can you tell my audience like uh, what do you know like tasty guy? Because I didn't know he existed until I came across uh, what's her name, Melissa Alisa video about him. Yeah. So well, he's a he's a former director. Um, in terms of he did he did some films and stuff like that. Um, so he's had some. And he's a photographer. Um, he's not a well-known on either one of those scopes, but um, his influence mostly happened because of that history he has with with uh, filmmaking. Um, and then when he became a little more known, he started dipping into the white ally business and social justice movement. And then he got into the whole doxing ideal with Dinesh and Karen and that group. So he's one of those people and he thinks he's like FBI worthy and all that nonsense. Um, but on the back end of it, that people, like I said, that people don't see because he does a really good job of keeping that hidden because of how he plants it in there. He does have that side of him that's very, very sexually charged on content. Um, and it's like, and, and he exposed it when he did that video with uh, about Alyssa, um, mm -hmm. where you saw for the first time that his speech, it came out and it was very normal for him to say it. it. It didn't look like there was any hesitation to describe that vision, right? If you watched it, mm -hmm. because other videos, he says pretty much the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. He had a video where he was describing 
um, probably his dumb side of grabbing hair and dragging them and all this nonsense. And people thought that was just fun. Um, he made a video about him loving to have sex with white boys. Hmm. It's, wow. it's stuff like that that people don't see as red flags, but they happen enough at a certain interval every time. And then you look to his Facebook page and it's all littered with half naked to almost fully naked women, all in very precarious situations at, that he took pictures of. Whoa. You understand? And so it's not like his mind is about the desexualization of women. He is all about the sexualization of women, but then mm -hmm. wants to act like an advocate for people who have been through abuse. You are pushing out there pictures of people, whether by, by consent or not. You on your end are promoting the sexualization of women. So when men who have no scruples and have issues already in their, 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 their past, go and attack these women, you are part to blame because you put it out there. You put it out there, yep. You know, and so yep. I, I that's what my aim yesterday was to try and expose that side that people don't look at. They they ignore it willfully. There are women coming to his defense over what he said. And they themselves have been through yeah, so Yeah, so I, I went I went to <clears throat> his main video and I read the comments and mostly it was women are like, oh, I was sexually abused, but uh, she she didn't have to say that. I'm like, are you guys know exactly who this 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 guy is that is saying these things? Because this guy, his entire video about Elisa was like he did not hesitate not one second about anything that you said. He did not even have a second thought about okay, I can say this, so I'm, I'm gonna put it in this another form. And no, he just went on straight up and said what he said. And the way he described her, mm -hmm. it's, it's extremely crunchy. Like, like I, I have four daughters. I have a wife. I have sisters. When I when I hear that, like, if he was in front of me, oh, my God, that's it. But it was ridiculous how he could say those nasty, horrible things about a female. And female and him. And then, yeah, and the females are defending him, all because they are all, all informed about his 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 behavior. So you you did a great job exposing it, and I wish I had that information. Man, I'll be out there exposing it too. But I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna stick on it, and uh, make sure that you know, like people know who he is. Because the thing is, he's not alone on this app, on TikTok app, pushing this uh, sexual deviance behavior. You know. Like there's a lot of pedophiles on on TikTok app. There's a lot of crazy sexual nonsense that happen, and you got innocent teenagers or teenage girls who just think that they are just having fun or just making TikTok videos and just dancing or whatever. They think that it's innocent, but you got grown men or sometimes grown women women on on that app that just. Oh yeah, we have scrapped gold. That this is gold. You know, we, we finally found a place where we can enjoy our devilish behavior, and and it's 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 ridiculous how we can report these people, we can expose these people, and take that will still be, uh, uh, support and keep them in on a platform, and mm -hmm. it's it's frustrating that three point nine million. He have three point nine million followers. Okay. <laughs> That saw that video about Elisa. 3.9 million people. Now tell me, 
he has three but nine million people believing that she is this horrible human being and describing her in this very disgusting way. Three but nine million people? Some country that's a whole population of the whole entire country. So state that's a whole population of the state. Three but nine million people, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of influence, bad influence. Yeah. It's a lot of people to, 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 to believe that she is the person. And, and now they see her picture because she's, you know, it's just her video. Now they see how she looks. Definitely some of those three, but now being a people maybe living in her community, maybe living in her state, maybe living in her city. Hmm. Now what's going to happen is she go to the store or, you know, go to work or whatever the situation is. And then these people add on his words and physically or sexually or whatever attack this this young lady now you know like people need to be careful how what you say and how you say things especially on 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 social media because that video he may take it down but that video will go on forever Hmm. it's the internet the internet does not die you know so there's something that that, yeah he said that yeah i remember him saying that yes yeah that's something that she had to deal with for the rest of her life because there'll be people that are always going to see that video and think that she is like that because now we live in a society where there are a lot of people that are mentally ill a lot of people that are troubled so when they hear things like that they will trigger them and then you know so her safety is like you know it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous how he can go into that so when I saw that I was so mad the first video I made I was like so crunchy I was sitting in my car I was like oh God, like, how, why, why was it so important for him to say those things that he said? Even if you don't agree with what she said or misunderstood what she said, you go have asked her question, like, okay, what do you mean by that? Or if you want to defend so called, as he said, you want to defend uh, uh, abuse women, there's a way that you can go about it, and, you know, without you abusing a woman. Hmm. Basically, that's what he did to her. He abused her. Yep. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's it's it's, it's a ridiculous situation, and I'm just I'm, I'm trying to reach out to her uh, to see how she's doing, all that stuff. Make sure that you know whatever the situation is, but you know some things we can we can can t- you know whatever you know what I mean. So, but now he put her in a situation where it's troubling. Yeah. And like she said it to us too, like she was, um, she is, she's in a, a, a chat group that I'm in outside of TikTok. And, um, she had mentioned it, you know, that this was very traumatic for her in the way he described things that, and he knew, and he said it, he knew that she was a, a, a survivor and he expected that, re- that response from her. And he was happy that he got that response from her because it was typical of people that survived and he was laughing at it. And the fact that he laughed at it really, really cut because now people in the, the comment section also were trying to out her in terms of her address and where she lives and all that crazy stuff. Wow. Um, and if her ex ever found out where she was, that that could be a big problem. Yeah. Um, and so, but when we reported that aspect of tick to TikTok. It, it wasn't taken care of it wasn't addressed you know and and so now we have to decide and this was why i decided to show my face again because i was trying to make a new tiktok with not showing me at all so people wouldn't get it removed it would just be voice 
only. Mm -hmm. uh, if you recognize it, you recognize it. If you don't, perfect. That means you can't come after me. And then this happened, and what it made me realize though is that I can't, I can't allow them to win that battle of silencing me. Giving up isn't really an option. Quitting isn't an option. Um, if I really believe what I believe, and I can't let people who have an agenda to silence me win, and I would have almost let them win. Yeah, we we have to keep fighting this fight because it's like good versus evil at this point, you know. And 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 um, and then what 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 what's your take on this whole Daxon situation on on TikTok, the whole Daxon culture? Uh, for me, I'm different than most, right? Um, mm -hmm. If I know you've doxed me, I'm finding you. That's that's yeah. that's straight up. I mean, I, I personally don't have a problem with them putting any of my information out there. Um, more power to you. It's not going to harm me any. If people know me. That's okay. They don't know me. I didn't know you to begin with, so it doesn't bother me that you don't know me or that you don't like me. I I could really care less. Um, but the mere fact that you would do that and put my kids in harm's way, oh, that will definitely get your ass whooped. Oh, oh yeah. Hands down, you're gonna get you're gonna catch these hands. It's your right to protect your kids. You know, mm -hmm. if you get a problem with me, come, you know, face it with me. But if you like put my my home address or whatever the situation is where my kids are involved, because now my kids are involved, my wife is involved, it's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be an issue because now it's my 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 right now kicks in, my Second Amendment right kicks in. Everything now is you know like it's a fair game now. It's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the offense. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna wait till you show up, basically. And, you know, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, okay, let him show off. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find you first before you find me. Yeah, yeah, and and they think, and that's the thing. Like Lance is finding that out slowly but surely. Oh yeah, he'd been part of that, and then somebody found him. I and was now, so... now he's all like, he's like, you can't be doing that. That could be like that. This is threatening. Like whoa, 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 whoa. You I was... thought that you could be a big ass man on TikTok. And then when reality hit home, now you having a problem. Now keep that same energy. Energy. <laughs> be be a man. Be a man. Say like you. Oh, go ahead. Come on down. You can call my phone. Come on down and deal directly. You, you wouldn't do that though. You wouldn't do that yes. because you know you're not a man. Now his kids are involved. Now his wife is involved because now because of his foolishness. Because I, li I listened to the the, the, the phone conversation. The, the person divorced me. The person left on his phone. And I was like, oh my God, thank God somebody's actually standing up to him. And the next thing, you wouldn't know that, that that person may or it's not it's not gonna be that person, but it's gonna be somebody else gonna take it another step further. Mm -hmm. And then now his his kids, uh, his whole household is like, you know, you know, you know, sparrow because of his foolishness. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because yeah. I keep telling people you can't keep poking the bear, you keep poking these people. <laughs> I keep then the bear gets up, then the bear yeah, gets up like, oh. Oh, that's then how you want Yeah. <laughs> and then you want to play the victim. Like, oh my God, the bear want to bite me. No, because you started poking the bear. Oh, and I, I'm, I'm standing th I'm standing a mile away. I'm screaming at you, stop poking the bear. Stop poking the bear. And you're like, no, shut up. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. The bear deserves it. And I'm the only one to do it. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know? Like... It don't make no sense. Stop, stop poking these people. Leave these people alone. Because 
I, I can better see uh, 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 um, white conservatives or you know white Republicans out here pushing these ridiculous things that they push on these people, like you know, calling you know, pushing all these racist things that they claim that these people are. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, keep, just stop it because majority of people in the black community, basically, number one, they don't have the, the, the power. I won't say power in the form that people think that is power means that you have authority over the country. No, they don't have the, the fiscal power to to fight these people. No, no, you don't. You don't. These people has these people have over three hundred million guns and ammunitions in and their homes. They ain't homes. afraid to use it. They ain't afraid to use it. Neither. And they practice how to use it every single day. The only group of people that have weapons in the black community are the criminals and the criminals don't right? even know how to use it <laughs> they don't even right. know how to use it because right. you're like yeah like in the, in the hood right they'll say okay i'm gonna shoot up my target and then you're gonna kill an innocent baby like dude you don't even know who you're t- you, can, you can shoot your target as you claim to be you know I'm gonna, like they don't know how to use the gun they have no training they have nothing yet okay, i got a gun that's why i'm tough and oh but these white people they have guns in their homes that they can. They know how to. They train for it. I can tell po- people it's a different breed of white people these days. Different. The, the bigger ones are the ones that really don't want to be messed with. They just want to do their own thing. And I have a friend like that. He moved out of the city limits, way up in the hills. Wind generator for power, solar for power. He don't mess with oh, the government. Man. Of it, right. And when I tell uh-huh. you this man is gun, 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 gun. You can't go four feet in his house mm-hmm. walking four feet every four feet there's some gun hidden in that location every four, never... feet, every four I'm... feet you can't come onto his land without him seeing you from about 900 yards out and he's already has that spot dialed in so it's not like you can you can these people they just want to be left and when you keep trying to mess with them call them names call them outside their name they're going to eventually get tired of you. And, yep. You know, I, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying, when you do something me, long enough, you're going to have a result. And the result may not be what you want. That's what, that's what I said. Come on, like, leave these people alone. Let these people live their lives. These people are not bothering you guys. They are not out here hunting down certain group of people. No, they're just living their lives, trying to pay their bills, trying to raise their kids, trying to make the best of this life that we have. And just do the best that they can, you know. You 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 poking these people. It's like it's like you. Okay, you claim there's a problem. All right, there's a system. Why are you not attacking the system? Yeah. Ah, thank you, thank you. I've been saying then, that a while and then now. And then there's the same people that got mad about what happened January six. <laughs> when you but go January six, the people were speeded for the election. They went to the government. They went to the government to express that grievance. Okay, so if you got a problem with some government or some system, go to the system. You got a problem with the court system, go to the judges, go to the to the justice department, go to the system. But you got a problem with with the system. We attacking a uh, uh, bitter Bob that just trying to feed his family. You can say, oh, he benefit from the system. Go to the system. It's not that difficult to understand. It's not that difficult to understand. Go to the system. 
Why should I be attacking innocent people that have nothing to do with them? Right? I have a bunch of neighbors. The neighbors are poking into my business like, oh, there's a black man down the street. I'm going to go after him, all that stuff. No. Matter of fact, I, I, I went to the store the other day. I, keep, I, I was out of the store. My wife told me, oh, one of the neighbors bake you co- uh, Christmas cookies and bring it to the house. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay. You know, when I see down the street, they speak to me. They, you know, we, we, we chat. We have barbecues and stuff. We're chilling. But this is, but, but it was it was my own same people, quote unquote, that say that if I move into this neighborhood, they could be burning crosses on my lawn. They could be doing all this crazy stuff. And I, I've been here almost a year. I don't see it yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I've been having good friends, good time with these, you know with my neighbors, and my neighbors know know me very well. We share things. If I want to mow my lawn and my mower is not working well. I call my neighbor. Oh yeah, come over. Come, you know, come and you say afterwards, bring it back. I'm gonna show. I bring it back. Hmm. People are living their lives the way they want to live their lives. The people they are so they are so glad that oh, you guys are not part of. You guys are not like that. And I understand when they say you're not like that because it's like you know you want to live in a decent neighborhood, but you want to bring your herd. You want to bring a ghetto mindset. You want to bring all this crazy mindset into the the, 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 the the new location that you claim you want peace and all that stuff. Because when you look at city like Compton in California, I just want to bring this up. That Compton used to be a very nice suburban neighborhood back in the day. Mm-hmm. Very nice suburban neighborhood, like peaceful, quiet, white picket fans and all that stuff. Now Compton is the is is it's horrible now. It's really, really horrible. Because when certain group of people left certain group of neighborhood come to these places, they changed the whole environment to the same place that they came from. So it's 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 interesting to see what is you know what is going on. And uh, yeah, so my goodness, man. So it's like me, you have the same experience basically based, you know almost the same experience the same experience um when we relocated here so it's like wow so what, what what's what's the final word that you want to say to my people what what is it that you would like to see change in the whole atmosphere of the whole uh, what is going on um the problem can only be solved if you solve your own people cannot start and keep looking at external things to fix when you have your own mental problems to get rid of you can't keep thinking someone else is to blame for your problem i keep harping back to this statement that was made in that rocky film you keep looking at the world like it's some type of shadow something keeping you down and when the real problem is you you're the mm-hmm. one that start to believe something about yourself that wasn't true and then when you just you believed it you start telling other people that you know that's not true if you know it's not true about you why do you still harp on it you know um, if you know that in your mind, all black people are not criminals, then stop mm-hmm. promoting the ones that are. You have to start logically thinking things through. If you mm-hmm. know that, and I tell this to Roderick too, and you probably know man of justice, right? Mm-hmm. If you have knowledge that the system is adversely treating you one way, and that one way is always based on an action or something that you do or you with the way you look a- action don't mm-hmm. do that action 
Mm. Even if it's temporary that you so that you change the narrative that you think you see, do it. So then when the narrative is gone, you can be who you want to be at that point because the narrative is gone. But when you keep perpetuating it in your songs, in your speech, and you call it culture, and then other people realize the effects of that culture, do not blame them for not wanting it around them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't want people to keep doing the same. Not it's insanity, right? Doing the mm-hmm. same thing over and over, expecting a different it's, result. Yep. Stop doing that, and I think your life will be a lot better. That's that's it. That's it. It's beautiful words from um, Mr. Brown, Mr. Butler Brown. Beautiful words for him, and we we either could take his word, run with it, change. Uh, we can know his word, whatever it is, you know, like, but I believe and I want to encourage everyone to take his word, apply it and run with it because we ourselves have to change first. We have to change our mindset because basically most of the things are just the mindset. We need to understand that if we got a problem with John, we need to go to John. Yep. If you have a problem with John, you can't go to Paul. You can go to Susan down the street, uh, or, or Todd that just trying to, you know, take care of his family. You can go and bother these people because they did not cause the problem that you are facing. You have to look into who the problem, who the source of the problem, and came from. And most of the thing we need to understand as people is that most of the problems that we are faced with in the black community is caused by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to start to take accountability and responsibility for our own problems. We need to fix what is broken in the black community. We need to bring the husbands back, the men back into the home. We need to stop exhorting and encouraging single motherhood. We mm-hmm. need to start. We need to start to encourage marriages in the black community. We need to start to learn about money in the black community and how can we. Uh, not just build wealth, but how can we maintain wealth? And keep wealth, yeah. Yep. We need to understand that the white man is not the boogeyman. We need to understand where our problem came from. And the problem, uh, the source of our problem in the black community is not the so-called quote-unquote white man. It's a democratic party that has long history of doing the things that they're doing to us. Yes, there are some Republicans that have that same mindset. We need to understand what the source of the problem is. We need to understand that all the black people are not our enemies. We need to understand that we can work with them. If we disagree with the with our mindsets, our views, we need to work along with other black people. And finally, we need to understand that at this point in, in, in time, you are grown men and women. You are responsible for your life, not mm. nobody else. Than nobody else. So, Mr. Martin Brown, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank um, you for having me. Thank, thank you for your views. Thank you for your words. Um, you know, like you are one intelligent person that I follow very closely and value your views and your opinions and your truth and, you know, love you for it. And I appreciate you being our official first guest on this podcast. Uh, and on the next episode we have all the people that's lining up to join us on this broadcast so until then or the next time mr morning brian thank you so much and we bet you farewell and grace and peace be unto you my brother 
Thank you, sir. You too. All right. God bless you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.